0: Welcome back. Joining me as we wrap up the day's markets action is Anthea Gardner from Cartesian Capital. Thanks so much for your time, Anthea. The JSC is seeing red. uh, The RAND is completely losing it. Um, Actually, it has reversed some of those losses that we had seen, but still very, very weak. And we did see the uh, RAND at some point losing about 2% at some point. The dollar also going to its highest level since the 30th of November. I mean, I understand that the Fed, isn't, the Fed isn't backing down, but I mean, this kind of reaction, what alarm bells are ringing
1: here? Hi, Zanati. Um, I think the Fed's hawkish, very hawkish stance is giving the investors vertigo. And you know, the Rand and the South African market are so liquid that if there's any risk of trade, then they react very badly. Um, needless to say. The Rand actually didn't need any help. You know, it's already got load shedding, grey listing. Yesterday's yeah. dreadful contra- GDP contraction number. So I think the Fed's hawkish stance, knowing that the Fed is going to raise interest rates and that the dollar will probably strengthen, it's it, it's got the Rand worried. I, I think the other concern is that probably we won't be able to keep up with the Fed's interest rate hikes. Not because... Um, we can't do it, I guess, yeah. but because I think the economy is in such a precarious position. And even though the Reserve Bank's mandate is not economic growth, I think they're acutely aware of what this incredibly um, um, high inflation, or, or I should say, the, the um, weaker RAND is doing to keep inflation higher. So, I think that the Reserve Banks has got a, uh, you know, they're in a real quandary at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's a really bad situation to be in. And actually, let's extend the conversation to Business Confidence, uh, that RMB, our Business Confidence uh, Index that came out today, uh, dipping in uh, the first quarter. This is no surprise really, uh, Anthea, considering the uh, GDP numbers that we got yesterday for the fourth quarter with that 1.3% contraction. And I'm just wondering how this could filter through then to GDP for the first quarter. Is it just
1: all bad news at the moment? It is all bad news at the moment, Zanati. So the real impact was felt by the manufacturers, consumer retailers. and and i sound like a stuck record right it's high interest rates reduced power supply supply. feels like the perfect storm so we've got consumers under pressure not spending the cost of operating companies increasing so of course business confidence is going to take a knock and it's it's funny because people are not doing fixed investment or uh, capex anymore and all they're doing is talking about this grudge purchase of either solar or alternate power supplies Which is not really growing the companies. I mean, it is interesting to see though that companies have said that they have got underutilized capacity. So if we just sorted out the load shedding, maybe we could improve the economy, the economy a bit.
0: Yeah, Oh, and I know all about that grudge purchase. Uh, Anthea also preparing to get in an inverter at my place. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> uh, grudge purchases, insurance is one of them and we had uh, Metropolitan, uh, Momentum Metropolitan uh, coming in uh, with uh, quite a good set of results uh, posting a 44% jump in headline earnings. But uh, something that is worrying is the that there was really no growth in terms of uh, new client volumes. And actually Hilly May has said before that he's worried about the shrinking savings pool in the country so seems like good results but I don't know what will happen when you look at the outlook what are you what are your thoughts there
1: that's exactly right so so everybody thinks insurance is a grudge purchase or it's the one thing that when you're cutting back and you're trying to budget that you, you cut out where you shouldn't strangely enough but it does happen you know people take their chances so the number for momentum was pretty good. You know, they're back to pre-pandemic levels, normalized headline earnings up 46%. Also what helped their profit number was they released some of the provisions they made during the COVID-19, or, or I should say for COVID-19 related claims. Yeah. So that's helped them a bit, um, but, but it's difficult for them. And it's difficult to see how they continue this great number or, or these continued printing these good set of results. And yeah. the return on equity is not bad. It was over 18%. Um, So that's improved since last year's
0: Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Royal Buffalo King. Of course, um, we know commodity companies are dealing with a lot of headwinds, load shedding, uh, inflationary pressures. So, of course, it's expected that their earnings would fall. But just on Royal Buffalo King Platinum, is it also not a case of being distracted because of the corporate action that is going on?
1: Um, so they, they weren't, they didn't seem to take advantage of the recent commodity boom we had, right? So, yeah. so it always feels like they just haven't done, or they haven't figured it out almost. Yeah. And again, so another tough year for them, production lower, especially at, um, stale drift, uh, supply chain issues, electricity supply. Then of course they had that fat- fatality run of the mines and they had a section 54 work stoppage, which yeah. went on for quite a while. So. I think you're right, because if you look at kind of just the news and what's going on in the SENS announcements, the CEO, the CEO focusing or kind of trying to get shareholders, uh, put shareholders' minds at ease, saying that the withdrawal of Impala Plax's uh, bid is not going to make that much difference. He's expecting a higher bid from Northam. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you, you know, he's, he, he hasn't actually, Northam hasn't actually put anything out. And so kind of, I guess that's a real worry. And then yeah. on top of that, I, I think the underlying, there's this discussion that, um, they may have issued share awards ahead of the anticipated takeover, which contravenes the companies act. So you're right, there's a lot of corporate action potentially taking their eye off the ball. Yeah, indeed. Which, um, you, can't, which you just can't add in this environment, right? Yeah, yeah. Indeed, actually
0: talking about uh, the environment uh, with the sluggish economy, um, you look at the JSC's numbers and they don't look very exciting. I mean, also the market's reacting um, a little bit negatively. I think the stock was down 2% at some point. And I'm just wondering, is it too much to expect exciting numbers from the JSC considering the backdrop of the, 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 that we're seeing in the macroeconomy?
1: Okay. So let's start with a highlight. I think the highlight yeah. for the JSE would have been this 13% increase in non-trading revenue, which yeah. makes up now quite a big portion of their income. And all it is doing is showing us that, uh, Leila Free's diversification strategy is actually working. You yeah. know, she's a strong CEO. She, she kind of has a lot of, um, ideas and she's going to put it to use. But as you say, um, kind of very insipid results, although, We did have 23D listings last year, and that is bound to impact them. Mm -hmm. And and then there's another positive though, because of this environment, they're almost like a bank, right? So they the higher interest rates actually result in a 40% increase in net finance income. So so it's kind of like, I I guess, kind of quote a a very boring market saying of like two different parts. (laughs) Yeah. yin and yang in this company for sure. Yeah. Strong cash generation, so it's not like the company's in dire straits or it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and the, hit, hit, the hits number was just boring. Yeah, okay. but, <laughs> but in the environment, it's decent. Yeah, I hear you. So you have to dig
0: deeper. All right, let's get to your stock pick for today, Anthea.
1: OK, so I'm going with a cybersecurity company. You know, it's no longer about buying a subscription um, to an antivirus software package like we used to do in the old days, or yeah. even kind of email, um, from that really kind neighbor who is dying to give you the three million dollars <laughs> that your dead uncle left for yeah. you. you know, it's not about yeah. that anymore. The industry's grown significantly now. And I think, and, and you will know, right? The cloud computing sector of IT has grown phenomenally. And so those companies are having to spend huge amounts on security. Now, they're really about five players in this arena, kind of. And the one I've chosen, um, is 40 net. So <laughs> you don't get too nervous here. They have an eye watering <laughs> PE ratio 60 times, uh, but it still screens well. Okay. They've got good. They've got good free cash flow, uh, good hips growth year on year, double digit revenue growth. So it's one just to put in your portfolio. Don't look at it every week because it is volatile. Yeah, But keep it for a couple of years.
0: Yeah, maybe don't stress about that P ratio right now. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, Anthea. And that was Anthea Gardner from Cartesian Capital.